Connect Her podcast with Lee Cummins is a podcast that shares inspiration, education and connection for the entrepreneur. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins and I'm the founder of Connect Her. I'll be sharing interviews with thought leaders, go-getters, as well as real business owners. And I'll also be sharing tips, thoughts, tools, and also strategies for the motivated lady boss. So join me for each episode. Don't forget, if you'd like to connect, you can visit our website, connecther.com.au. I would like to welcome everybody today to our Lunch and Learn with Pooja Kalka as my guest. Pooja is a business coach and personal coach, and she's also one of our Connect Her leaders. She has come to us um, with some absolute gusto and fantastic energy, and she's been an absolute pleasure to have as part of Connect Her, and I want to welcome you today, Pooja. Thank you, Lee. Thanks for having me. I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. I am too, because I really want to find out more about you. And I also want to find out more about how you got involved in your business and how you're supporting business women. I know you support men and women, but um, given that it's Connect Her, it'd be great to hear how you're supporting business women. So so tell us a little bit about Pooja Kalka. All right. So um, I... A little bit about myself. I moved to Australia in 2003 after I got married. My background is basically in um, language teaching. So I've done English as a foreign language and French as a foreign language as well. And I speak five languages myself besides those two. So language is my forte. But when I did move to Australia, teaching in Australia at the time meant I had to go through uh, entire four year graduation course to be able to be a teacher in Australia, which was not something I was prepared to do at the time because I'd already done my share of study and going back for four years to do a graduation was not really my uh, my thing at the time. And then um, I started, I had my first child and then the family happened. And because of that, I had to then start pick up a corporate job. So I, I was in two different corporate world um, once first with Westpac and then with Bupa Australia. However, being the kind of background that I was in, um, that is teaching and basically mentoring and nurturing and giving kind of a profession, um, being in a corporate world. um, Although I did enjoy my roles there, it was not something that drove me. It was not my passion. It was not something that I woke up in the morning for. So one one fine day uh, two years back I said that's it no more corporate world for me I can't do it anymore also my kids had grown up Um, my husband's business was thriving and I didn't need to kind of keep doing something that I didn't enjoy to support the family and since the kids were grown up um, starting something of my own and doing something for myself was the best thing that I could ever give myself so when I did that I found that throughout my career, I was always mentoring people, coaching them, trying to teach them some life lessons, trying to help them through um, different changes that might happen around them, helping them mentally or in general, um, teaching them or training them. And I said, why not take this up as my business idea and then run with it? And I know coaching sounds something that is very common and lots of people are in the coaching business. However, all of us 
bring something of ourselves into coaching. Our styles are different. So there's always something new to give there. So that was my natural thing to do because if I can't so coach, gonna, I can coach. I'm going to ask you a question and take you yes. back a little bit. Yes. You said uh, one day I woke up and said enough is enough, that's it. Yeah. Was there something that um, pushed you to that point that you want to share? But also um, was there a, a bit of fear around making that decision or how did that all come about? Well, there was a little bit of a uh, little bit of fear there. However, the fear was um, about not having that steady income coming into the household, but that was very quickly, uh, that went away really quickly because I said to myself, I have to weigh, um, weigh out what I love to do against what I'm losing. And gaining what I love to do outweighed a lot more than what I was losing. And I said, all right, I might not be able to buy a couple of new dresses or a couple of new shoes for a little while. And that's, that's okay because I want to really live the life that I've always wanted to live. And well, I I have, I've given my share of um, not doing that and putting things on the back burner too long. And if my job was not giving me the mental satisfaction I was looking for, then uh, that was not something I was happy, I was willing to compromise on. So um, that was it then. It's interesting you, you use the word compromise because um, quite often, uh, and men do it too, I'm, I'm not just saying, you know, women, but uh, we do compromise. We say, well, I'll just put this forward That's where right. it might be, okay, we won't have any as many um, dinners out for the next few months or we won't, you know, do this or do that or we, we'll pull back so that we can live our passion, live our dream. But it is also um, really difficult too when you've got a mortgage or when you've yes. got, uh, you know, income situations. So right. how did you overcome that? Um, well, like I said, I, I kept doing my full-time job uh, in a corporate world till my husband's business was had grown enough to then be able to take on whatever that I was not bringing home. So... I did wait for that long. I did wait yeah. till I was comfortable to to say that, okay, that extra income, if it does not come in, it's not going to be overly detrimental to our well-being. So it's not going to stop us from pay, paying all the important bills that we have. And once that happened is, is when I said to myself, okay, right, now it's time for me to take on something that I really want to do. Um, I have to say, though, I did stick it out till then. Um, I there was not, it was not an option to just, you know, up and leave whenever I yeah. felt like. Yeah. So I did, I did look it out. I just see it out. Yeah. It's interesting. I um, I actually just recently did a podcast on. Uh, over the last few months, we've had lots of conversations with um, ladies that uh, have had to take on extra work. Yeah. Um, or, you know, they've had to take on part-time work. And and you can almost feel the embarrassment in their voice when they're saying, I have to go and take some extra hours to keep the, you know, the income yeah. flowing within that household. And my, my thing is that 
do you know what? If you have to go and do it, That's right. do it. Because That's right. if it's giving you the opportunity to even work part-time on your passion project, then, you know, two thumbs up. That is That's awesome. Right. That's and, right. Um, and so there's always that that fallback if, if you need it. Yes. yes. Um, and also I have to say I was, I'll never, ever undermine the kind of experience I received in the corporate world because it teaches you a lot. It teaches you how to deal with different kinds of people. It teaches you how to adapt because the, the corporate world is over constantly changing. You might think that it stays the same from the outside, but when you're actually inside, there's always constant changes. When the leader changes, the entire process changes. So it actually does teach you to adapt. It teaches you how to put yourself out there. It teaches you how to talk about your strengths. It teaches you a lot. So I'll never, ever undermine that. I will always forever be grateful for whatever I learned in the corporate world. But having said that, it was not something that drove me personally inside. It was not, it didn't spark a light inside me. Um, but, and that's the only reason why I quit because if it had always been something that, that lit me up in the morning and made me jump out of bed in the morning, I would have still continued because believe me, people, th there's different kinds of people who can be in there and there's different kinds of people who cannot be in there. And I was not one of those person. Um, but I really admire people who actually come up and boldly say that I have to keep this job. Does not matter what my passions are. But mm. and because they have families and that's okay too. There's never a reason to feel ashamed of that. So no. I did it. I did it when I needed it, and I'm I never shy uh, shy away from saying that. I did it when my family needed it. But um, that that's okay. That was something I needed to do. Uh, a question's come through from uh, Jacqueline yeah. Smith, which was, uh, do you feel your own health and well-being was affected while in the job you didn't want to be in? Which is a great question because it very can... Very good question. Yeah. Very, very good question. I think, it, I think it did, hugely, because when you're not mentally happy, your body will tell you. And um, I knew it for a very long time. Uh, but I did have to stay into it um, and somehow make it work. But mm -hmm. it did, it did, um, it did not sit well with me physically or mentally, uh, and it did affect me for a very long time. I found myself being quite snappy at home because I was not happy. Um, I didn't feel healthy physically. I've, I'm a very active person, but being in a corporate full-time job where you have to travel into the city and travel back didn't leave me too much time for exercise or anything to do with physical activity. Because then after you come home, you have to drive your children to whatever sport or music or whatever have you. So you're always constantly doing something for the others and very little time to put into yourself. So it did affect me mentally and physically as well. It did. Mm, absolutely. I remember um, quite a few years ago now, I was uh, always so ill and I to the point where I couldn't actually move my stomach was in so much pain yeah. and I had every test under the sun um and it couldn't find anything and I was talking to a naturopath and she said I actually think you're having a migraine in your stomach it's yeah. you know it's stress so yeah. it's amazing what 
stress and um, yes. you know and not being in something that you want to do can can cause physically and mentally to you as well yeah because yeah. it's affecting yourself and we forget the uh, the power of our mind the moment your mind is unwell your body is going to be unwell yes and vice versa so um, but more so in your mind the moment your mind takes over in all the negative spiral your body starts going into that negative spiral too and um, it's very important to give give back to your mind more so along with your body obviously but when you have a healthy mind and you're positive and you, you're doing things that you really love doing your bo your body will respond as well absolutely absolutely now we've been um our topic today is about uh the fear of change and um and how you know that inability for change can sometimes yes. uh not open us up to opportunities so yeah so take us through that that process of change yeah so the reason why i really love talking about this is that um we always forget that change is the only constant in our life so change is the law of life and nature nature changes every four months we have a change in season um in your life thank as goodness. well thank goodness for that because yeah. then we have beautiful spring mornings um and in your life as well you have different phases and which is which what which is what takes you from being a baby into your adulthood and you have all of these phases so we do have change in our lives <laughs> however i do recognize also that those changes are not controlled by you again it is something that you cannot really um, opt to not go through it is something that happens automatically however there are some changes that get thrown at you that can be harder for you to adapt to and that is the fear because human beings are hardwired to stay in an inertia you we love to be in in the place that we are and it's hard for us to move out of that and various number of reasons which can cause us that is first of all it's what if it's that what if all the time what if people uh, start criticizing me well i have news for you they will always does not matter what you do there are people who will always tell you what you're doing is wrong um ain't then, that the truth <laughs> yeah what if i don't have yeah. friends anymore because i'm changing well yeah. guess what if they are your friends they'll be with you no matter what right whether you whether you stay where you are or whether you decide to make that change or um whether you whatever you do they'll be there to support you mm. then the fear of standing out amongst the crowd and that's the biggest one the tall poppy syndrome what if i grow bigger than my surroundings and what if i get my head chopped off because of it guess what people who stand out about the crowd are usually the ones that line up leading the world as well so i think these are the kinds of fears that really stop you from making that change or taking that step towards that change but i'm here to tell you that change is something that you cannot really opt out of as well sometimes and instead of fearing all of those changes why don't we look at it as excitement as well because the physical reaction to both 
both fear and excitement is act actually the same. If you think about it, that little pit in the stomach that you feel when you, are, you have fear is the same you feel when you are excited as well. So when we turn that fear into excitement, you find that everything falls into place. And when you also look at change as a learning curve as well, you're learning something, you're enhancing your life and you're changing along with it. So that's where the excitement comes from. And that's, that's something that I have personally taken on as well. For me to change and to try new things is, I feel excited. It, it's that excitement that drives me along with that little bit of fear in that, what if it doesn't work? But it doesn't matter because the excitement is far greater than that fear. And that's and what, what, what if it does it. work? What if it does and what work? If I've it always, does work? Exactly. I've, I've, what I've if always it does been, work? yeah. yeah. Um, you know, uh, instead of um, oh, what happens if, well, what happens yeah. if this happens and it's fantastic right. and it works? And, um, and if it doesn't happen, well, it's unless you, you're not going to kill anybody then, you know, it's fixable. Things are fixable. Yeah. Things are changeable. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, what if. And and it's the tone of how you say what if to yourself. You know, oh, what if? What if this happens? Or, well, what if this happens? That's it's right. that tone. Again, and it's the power of the mind. Exactly, yeah. Your mind yeah. is the most powerful thing. You can make or break things just by deciding to do so the moment you make a decision again decision is something that's thrown around very very um, very loosely when you decide to do something you have to see it through as well you don't just decide and sit on it and do nothing about it you know when you decide yeah. to do something when you decide to take that first step step towards the change you'll find that you actually start taking action towards things and things start falling in place and somehow the uh, environment around you starts changing and there's no tangible way of explaining it other than just experiencing it so um it is something I think also, that experience. also yes. do you find Pooja, that when you do make that decision for change whether it be um you know it, it could be any sort of change it could be yeah. just a, a simple thing or it could be something you know uh, very uh life-changing but yeah. when you do make that decision and you take that first step and then you take the second step do you notice that there's a change in the energy around you and things start to just fall into place things start to get a good flow because you're not you're not stuck in that one spot where That's the energy is draining you that's absolutely right. Because again, that's the intangible that I'm talking about. It's impossible to really quantify that, that change in environment because you can't really explain it either. It's something that you can experience because the moment you start taking those small steps and does not have to be a massive, massive action. It is small little actions on a daily basis that bring you closer to that change that you're hoping to get in yourself. And the moment, again, about change, the first thing is that you don't eat an entire elephant at a go, right? You have to break it down. So once you start breaking it down, it stops stops feeling that, stops looking as uh, something that is indomitable. It starts feeling doable, starts feeling 
achievable and when you break it down into small little steps that you can do every day to go towards that change it becomes so much more easier so my tip today would be don't see it as a one big thing that you need to change Just look at look at the small thing every day that you need to do break them down into the tiniest piece you can ever achieve and and once you start doing that that feeling of achieving that one tiny goal itself will propel you towards the next step so it that's that's my little tip today i like that tip now i'm going to um ask you based on that tip yeah do you recommend to do lists um do you uh, because i know some people say uh, a to do list can drag you down into yeah. um, not doing anything so you become yeah. to the point where it's overwhelming yeah. so do you recommend that people uh, have a to-do list or have a, a goal that they break down into pieces and work on daily um, through how do you get them to that point okay so my my suggestion would be always try to change human mind and neuroscience uh, on the basis of neuroscience humans are not capable of changing more than three things in their life right so choose just three things and out of that as well choose one that is the biggest priority in your life and then break that down because yes you can have a to do list for the chores that you need to do during the day because that just need to happen that you can't live without those but when you are trying to achieve a goal choose the one that is the biggest priority in your life at the time and then break them down into tinier goals that you can so one of the, go the the big goal is a long term goal so you set yourself that maybe say for example uh the easiest example that i can give you is that um, um maybe you are trying to achieve a healthy weight so say you uh, you say to yourself that say in the next year i want to lose maybe 20 kilos i don't know i'm just putting that as an example um 20 kilos in the year so then you then break it down that in the next 3 months this is this is the weight i want to reach and then you break it down further in 3 months okay if in 3 months i have to achieve say maybe lose 5 kilos or whatever you set yourself a target then these are the small things i need to do every day to get there so say for example one of the tiny things would be maybe i'll start eating more greens for dinner i don't know that's a small achievable task for the day or maybe i'll if i walk for 20 minutes i'm going to add 10 more minutes to my walk every day so mm -hmm. small achievable things that you can do on a daily basis which does not seem like a massive task that you have to really concentrate on every day in that scenario yes a to do list seems doable but then this is how you break it down yeah yeah so this and, is my um, with also with your goals um you were saying you know like maybe a year out do you suggest having um you know your goal 5 years 3 years 1 year do you, do you have sort of a timeline that you say this is really what to work on well i am not I'm too far out or yeah, well, I am a person, I personally feel that if you if you put down your goal too far ahead in the future, maybe that that can start see, seem that can seem a bit 
bit daunting because mm -hmm. you don't see yourself that far ahead. I feel that a year down the line is kind of a more achievable target goal because then then you can see, say, let's just discount 2020, but say you start your goals today for 2021. Let's say by December 2021, I want to have, say, have $80,000 in my business, make a profit of $80,000, which, which can seem doable. If you then break it down into what do I have to do every quarter to achieve that, and then then you can then further break it down. So I think that a year is an okay target to have rather than, and then based on that, once you have achieved that, especially if you're not used to doing that kind of uh, breaking down activity, if you, once you do that for the first year, then maybe you are more equipped to then take it longer and further down. But I think that start with a year first. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And more, you have a better insight to the year rather than five years down the line. Yeah, absolutely. And also, um, it's in your mind, uh, it's easier to see it exactly than, than it is, you know, in five years. Or... Exactly. Now, we've had another question come through, which is, yep. uh, do you think it's changing our behaviours which are in our control to achieve our end goal? Which is uh, exactly what we've been uh, We've been talking about our, our yes. behaviours and our thought patterns. And... Yes. Um, uh, do you think it is changing our behaviours which are in control to achieve our end goals? Both, I think, behaviours and your mind as well because uh, your mind and your behaviours are, are connected to each other. So how you think will dictate how you behave and how you behave will dictate how your mindset changes as well. So it's it's both. So say, for example, um, I decide that um, um, I'm going to change, um, I'm going to start eating more greens, right? So when I start doing, having more greens in the evening so that I can get to my ideal weight, my mind actually creates this neural pathway that tells me that eating green is actually a good thing which I may not have had before. And it also creates that neural pathway that then leads to better digestion. So it's all, it is all interconnected. It also will then dictate the quantity or my appetite as well for the evening because then I'm eating smaller meals because then I'm not eating things that are more carbohydrate uh, rich or whatever have you. So it is, it is all interconnected. Both behaviors and your mind will dictate the result of your end goal. So if you have to change something, it has to be both. You make a decision which is in your mind to make a change, and then you behave accordingly to, to, to uh, have that result in that change as well. So both, I think it's both. Mm. I have to agree. Um, you've got to get your mind right to make those behaviours happen. Right. Uh, it's the same as, you know, you can always go, oh, I'm going to go for a walk every day. And uh, and you know that you've got to go for and you want to go for a walk every day. But unless you change that behaviour of yeah. making sure that you do it, you won't yeah. do it. So, no, um, you won't. And I'm the first person to say, oh, I've 
been there and done that. So uh, yeah, me and too. Well, I'm I I'm the first person to admit that it's really hard to make a decision and stick to it as well, because most of the times you find something else that's most important, and that's that's your excuse to not not do a behavior. It's I'm yeah. the first person to admit that because I've been there and done that. I think we all have. <laughs> or you find something that's easier to do. You think, oh, well, I'll just do that because it's a little yes. bit easier yes. and I don't have to push myself and that's right. that, you know, that makes life just so much more special when yeah. actually it doesn't. So, um, you know, it is about getting getting your headspace right and then getting yes. those actions happening as well. So, yes, um, that's right. Mm. That's right. That's right. And once that starts happening and you see the change in yourself, that itself becomes motivating. It's like then you don't have to push yourself as hard because you can see the results around you. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And sometimes it's, you know, just the first part is always the hardest. It's that one step that's the hardest step to take. But then your foot takes the next step and that's a little bit easier and the next step. Yes. And it doesn't matter what we're talking about here. It's that that one initial step i remember when i was um when i was looking at uh you know i wanted a, a special person in my life and i'd make every excuse under the sun to you know not go out i'd sit at home and um well he's not going to come knocking at the door so oh. that step was leave you've got to go and get out you've got to go out every single weekend to meet somebody okay. um you know and it took it took ages but uh Sometimes I can be quite shy. You wouldn't think so, but I can be shy. And uh, so to be like really, really, really gut-wrenching for me to have to go out on my own to, you yeah. know, like a, a party or something. Um, but then it got easier because I became more familiar with it. So it wasn't yes. so so tough going out on my, on my own, um, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. The first and, step uh, is the hardest. It is yeah. the hardest. When I took the decision of starting on my own, it was the hardest decision. Although I had all of this business uh, knowledge wealth around me, my husband's a third generation businessman himself. I had all of this world of knowledge around me. My father is a businessman. I've, I've lived around businessmen all my life. I've seen them conduct themselves. All, even then, I, I knew I had the support I needed, but I could not, I mean, getting out of my skin of being an employee and take start taking decisions for myself, being accountable to myself, setting goals for myself, achieving those targets that I set for myself is very hard to do, very, very hard. And I have to say, first person to admit, it was the most difficult decision that I've ever taken in my life when I first registered my company as with ASIC and that was I'm, I'm I said to myself that is it I can't turn back now mm. I've registered it although we can de-register companies but but then that's not the point I have that's I've done it I can't turn back now I have to make this work yeah yeah, yeah. I get that yeah now we've had a comment um Julie Barker yeah. she said I've yes. procrastinated for a year about walking daily finally yeah. doing six weeks now non-stop congratulations well Julie that's awesome Awesome. that's awesome and you'll find that that will become a habit that Especially becomes a habit six, six weeks non-stop now yeah, yeah. it's definitely yeah. a good habit yeah. a good habit so a very good well habit. Done. and and i'll tell you uh 
I had the habit of exercising pretty much every day. And that was one thing that I hated about being in, uh, in corporate world. I didn't have the time to exercise every day. And um, my body was telling me, you, letting go of your habit. And that is what made me just stop everything. I said, no, I have to get back. And now I exercise almost every day again. And it's the best thing. It makes you happy. Gives you that feel good hormone. And I'm sure Julie would agree that it makes you feel wonderful after you've come back from a walk or a run or whatever. Yeah, there she goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she loves the really walks. Loves yeah. the walks now. I'm looking forward to going. And we, we like seeing all the photos that are coming up actually on, uh, yeah. on Facebook of, uh, of the cows and all the beautiful flowers. So, um, so I'm going to call out if anybody's got any questions for Kuja, um, please pop them into the comments and we'll get to those. Now, um, have you got some some tips for people that want to just make those little small changes in their life to to um to make sure the fear gets pushed down so that they can get just making that first step yes so first of all decide to yourself what change you want to make and it has to be something that is really, really important to you, first of all, because unless it is absolutely important to you, the motivation to make that change will not be there and fear will always take over. So it has to be something that is absolutely essential and which is, <clears throat> which is your non-negotiable in life. Like you won't let it go for anybody. It could even for your husband, your loved ones, you, you will never, ever compromise on that change so that is something that has to be paramount in your life and very important to you personally very very close to you very close to your heart so first of all pick one i would strongly suggest that don't pick a huge amount of things that you want to change or or you want to see in yourself or achieve as well because the moment you put a lot in your basket it will always seem daunting and then the fear will take over. So pick one thing, one thing that is absolutely important to you that you are motivated enough to go and make the change. Once you have done that, I suggest put it somewhere where you can see it every day. So it's like your reminder that this is what you want to achieve, something that you can look at every day, maybe on your fridge or whatever it is that you pass by in the morning or right in, in front of your bed when you wake up, whatever you, you think is the right thing for you. And then sit down with uh, ideally a planner, like a lovely friend, ILD says, don't do a to-do list unless you have planned it out correctly. And once you've set out your planner, mark out the slots in the day when you're actually going to take action to make that change happen. Because once you have committed to the time slot, you'll find that you'll not um, not put anything other than that in your day. So you've actually scheduled it in. So you can't make that excuse to yourself that I don't have the time because you've actually put the time down somewhere to say that this is what I'm committing myself to at that particular time. So these are the few tips. Oh, we have... Kuja has just gone a little bit uh, 
for the moment. So I'm yeah, going to yeah. ah yeah, yeah back. <laughs> well done. <laughs> yes. So um, for example, if you're not used to walking at all or going outside for exercise or exercising at all, this is just an example, not to say that this is because it's the easiest example to give. Start by just wearing your your sneakers around the house. Okay, do that for a week and then start by walking to the letterbox. Do that for a week. Then start by walking down your lane to the to the corner of your lane. So what I'm saying is that break it down to such a small thing that you can't really make an excuse that I can't do that. It should be so tiny that it you can never make an excuse for yourself. So this is this is my tip. I love the oh, you've given some fabulous tips, Pooja. <laughs> so um just checking, we've had some uh, some great comments and yeah. um, some fabulous questions come through. So if there's any more questions, please do uh, let us know and we will pose them straight away. But um, if people would like to get in touch with Pooja, this is your website, which we've got on the screen, which is realignyou.com.au. Fantastic um, website name and business name. Thank you. Excellent. You. And uh, and you've got lots of information on there as well. So um, yeah. people can go and grab. I think you've got a newsletter as well from memory. Uh, not yet, but it's no. coming. No, ah, no it's, it's coming. Uh, soon to be announced newsletter. Oh, well, there we go. First, yeah. first live, you heard it here on, on Connect <laughs> Her. Yeah. Um, so well done. So that uh, website again is um, Realign You. Dot com dot au and that is where you can get in touch with Pooja. So I would love to thank you so much. We I'll just do another quick check of our comments. Um, haven't had anything come through. I think we've covered a really good amount of things um, today, Pooja, and I, I love um, the energy that you bring and and you've just got a, a fabulous nature. So I'm sure thank anybody you. that works. You would just love it. Oh, I so, love to help people. So um, even if they want to just pick up the phone and have a chat, I'm happy to do that. It does not need to be, um, does not have to be my client. I'm more than happy to have a chat with anyone. Excellent. So realignyou.com.au. Now, of course, you are also a Helping business women to improve business clarity and personal energy using the skills that I have, including life and business coaching, as well as an EFT tapping master practitioner, a law of attraction coach. And I use these skills to help you to your pathway to success, whether it be personally or professionally. It's about realizing those dreams and goals. You can transform your life. Visit claritycoaching.com.au. Hey, not so fast. We love to stay connected and we hope that you will. It's really easy. We've got our website, connecther.com.au. If you like Facebook, then we've got some great opportunities for you. We've got our Connect Her page as well as our Connect Her Collective. This is a great online networking tool. We also have our Connect Her Marketplace where you can promote your business every single day of the week, any day of the week, and once a day. 
If you prefer Instagram, then head over to Instagram and check out ConnectHerAU. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, just simply check out Lee Cummins. So don't forget to stay connected.